And speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. On today's study, we will continue to look at the reaction of the shepherds concerning the birth of Christ, their Messiah. We will also look at the way Mary responded to this world-changing event. The shepherds were at first frightened by their encounter with these heavenly beings, but soon their fright turned into amazement that compelled them to share their experience with others. Luke closes this section on the birth of Christ with these words, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. All seated on the ground, all seated on the ground, the angel of the Lord came down, and glory shone around, and glory shone and glory shone and glory shone and glory shone Shepherds in the field watched over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared with countenance so bright. Mounting they with fine time, sleeping on the hay. And multitudes of angels sang that very first Christmas day. Here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. What does pondered involve? The word pondered is really made up of two words meaning to throw together, to join. 
Mary tried to put it all together. The shepherds were amazed, but this goes further. She pondered. This was an attempt to understand the mystery. It involved an effort to enter into the heart of God. That's a beautiful way to celebrate Christmas, to think seriously what Christmas means. It's so easy just to enjoy the gifts and the songs and the spirit of Christmas, but try to fathom it. Get down to the truth. What is true about Christmas? Much of it is false, you know. Many things we hear about Christmas just aren't true. So what is true? That's a good question. Then we can ask, what does it mean? We have a tendency to keep Christmas too shallow. When Frosty the Snowman or Jingle Bells or White Christmas are called Christmas carols, that's too shallow. I heard someone call them winter songs. That's better. They're certainly not Christmas carols. Mary pondered. She tried to understand, to get at the truth. What was it all about, really? That is work. It's not just getting into a pious frame of mind. It's thinking. It's taking what you know and building on that, trying to put it all together. In Mary's case, it involved her memory. She treasured up all those things. It involved her affections. She pondered them in her heart. And it certainly involved her mind, her intellect. That's a good way to celebrate Christmas, to ponder it. We don't know it all, even if we've heard the story many times over. That's Luke 2, verse 19. Verse 20 suggests another good way to celebrate Christmas. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard. The shepherds glorified and praised. They praised God because they had learned something about him. It's amazing what you can learn about God from the Christmas story. Certainly that God is love, that God is power. The incarnation is beyond our ability to conceive, much less to make happen. Certainly God is wisdom, mercy, we learn that God is sometimes disposed to use little things to exalt the humble and to bring down the proud. Celebrate. Glorify and praise God this Christmas. One last question before I close. We've talked about the shepherds. Why did the angels appear first to the shepherds? Why were they chosen to be the first recipients? Why not Herod or the Pharisees? or the tourists in Bethlehem, or the temple personnel. Why the lowly shepherds? It's interesting that Jesus was identified as the Lamb of God, and he himself said, I am the good shepherd. But why to the shepherds? Well, several possible answers. Perhaps to show us that the gospel is simple. It's for anyone to understand. Maybe the Pharisees wouldn't have been amazed. Perhaps they wouldn't have believed, but the shepherds did. And they understood if they could believe and understand, so can anyone. Or perhaps God came to the shepherds first 
to tell us that the gospel is for lost people, for bad, despised, outcast people, people no one wanted anything to do with. To them, God said first, I love you, here's Jesus, my son. God loves you, no matter how bad you are. The appearance of God to the shepherds tells us that. Even a shepherd's needs can be met by the Savior. He can meet anyone's need. Do you have a need today? Here's Jesus. Or maybe he appeared first to the shepherds because he knew they would believe. They would respond in faith. They were not so cluttered by learning or by wealth or by tradition that they couldn't respond and believe. They weren't bound by those things. The Pharisees were so bound by reason, by intellect, by learning, by law, and by tradition that faith in something so simple came so very hard. We too can be so intellectual, so traditional, or so sophisticated that simply believing in Christ is too simple. It can't be that easy. But simple faith and simple trust pleases God most. That's what he looks for. No one will ever make it unless he accepts Jesus Christ by simple faith. There is a Savior in that manger. The shepherds believed and spread the word. There's hope. We have something to look forward to. There's more to life. I wonder how long the shepherds saw the angels on that hillside. The light burst upon them. They heard the message, and just as suddenly it was all gone. How long? Fifteen seconds, maybe thirty, and all was dark. Was it real? Had they really seen something? Well, they went and they found Jesus. It had all been real. The shepherds had the capacity to believe. That can be so very hard. Maybe God appeared to the shepherds because they could believe. Celebrate. Troubles will be miles away.
a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.